Today's episode is episode 215 and today's episode is called nonsense. So I'm just going to start off with some standard definitions of the word nonsense here. So nonsense, spoken or written words that have no meaning or make no sense. Foolish or unacceptable behavior. That which is lacking in sense, language or words without meaning are conveying absurd and are ridiculous ideas. And then just the etymology of sense is from the late 14th century. Meaning, signification, interpretation, especially of holy scriptures. So that's the standard definitions of the word nonsense. So in today's episode, I want to take a different look at nonsense. Take it away purely from the standard definition and maybe open you up to seeing that word as another way of thinking differently. So to start off with the first point I want to talk around is the balance between sense and nonsense. So on this episode, I'm not advocating that you speak gibberish and nonsense to people intentionally. What I'm more getting at is to express yourself in a way that maybe you might feel like there's a meaning to it. You might understand it, but there might be some people in your environment that will term what you say as nonsense. That's what this episode about is about. It's not about intentionally speaking word salad or speaking gibberish. It's about expressing how you feel and not being afraid to speak out thoughts that mightn't always be fully coherent or might not fit in with the way people in your environment look at life, but it's helping to move you to a space where you feel more like an individual. And the balance here between sense and nonsense is that you know how to behave, speak and interact with people in society. And you're also finding the balance between being an individual in society. So when you speak to people in your everyday life, you've got, I suppose, the common sense, or you're getting better at determining whether this is someone I can express myself honestly with, or this is someone where I just need to play it safe and speak to them on a level that they're comfortable with, because there's many people that aren't comfortable expressing themselves. So there's a balance here between having sense and nonsense. Second point I want to move on to here is sensible people are boring. And I guess I'm speaking from experience. I'm quite a sensible person, but I found that the more I've pursued my creative endeavors, I, while I still feel I'm quite sensible, I don't feel as boxed in. I used to feel boxed in when I was a very sensible person. And it was primarily because I was just following everybody else's rules and do my best to play it safe, not get in trouble. And as a result, I, I found that I felt like a very sensible person. Sometimes I would get that feedback and I felt very boxed in by that. I didn't want to be seen that way. I didn't want to feel that way about myself. 
So what I found from doing things that can be deemed, that I could be speaking nonsense to some people, it's given me that level of freedom. It's given me a level of self-expression that has helped me to free myself from this archetype of a sensible person. I feel a bit more rounded as a person. So I don't feel like this person who's sensible trying to not get in trouble. I feel like there's more of an edge to me because I've allowed myself to speak in terms and in ways that might be deemed as nonsense to other people. And this will lead on to the next point I want to talk about. Someone will always invalidate you. So even if you wanted to go about your life and stick to saying things that make sense to other people, there's always someone who will invalidate your sense of the world. And I think this is what blocks people from entertaining nonsense in terms of expressing things, how they feel and how they're thinking. It's the fear of somebody else invalidating that and gaslighting you. I, I, it's not, yeah, it's not an easy place to be in, especially if it's something that's new to you, like expressing yourself. If you're so used to unconsciously looking for validation from anyone and everyone, it's a difficult thing to overcome the fear of expressing yourself and moving more towards speaking nonsense. So if there are people in your environment that want to keep you in a box, either consciously or unconsciously, they'll give you feedback, negative feedback like this in the way they look at you or the way they receive what you're saying. And I guess it becomes easier as an adult. I guess if you're listening to this, you are an adult. So it's to remember that you're an adult. You're no longer that child who needs people in in your environment to protect you or provide shelter for you. You're now an adult. There's still that feeling of fear that the child had of expressing themselves differently to people in their surroundings. But you can begin to work with that, like realize that it's safe. Find ways and people where it feels safe to express yourself. So this ties back to what I mentioned a while ago about if you're in an environment, the more you learn to get in touch with yourself and express yourself, the more you get a sense of other people who are also like that. So when you're in their presence, naturally you'll begin to express yourself and then you'll find other people who aren't very comfortable expressing themselves, it just won't, it'll, it'll be at that level. It won't, it'll only go to a certain level with them. And that's okay. That's kind of what you learn. You learn the boundaries. You learn the balancing act between sense and nonsense. So that's just important to realize that someone will always invalidate you. So don't wait until you feel ready. It's kind of facing that fear of expressing yourself differently to your surroundings. That's the the fear there. And take it step by step. Take it in small steps. That's what I've always been doing. And yeah, I, th- I think it just, it takes time. You don't go from zero to one in one day. So if you want to express yourself a bit, it's realizing that there's a fear there of coming across as someone who's speaking nonsense 
that's a reality to, to face. But um, yeah, the more you face that fear, the more you can focus on other people. Because there's plenty of other people in the world today who are expressing themselves and wanting to share ideas and thoughts and wanting to evolve. So plenty of people out there. The more you take small steps in that direction, the more you're going to find these people. So that's something to keep in mind. The next part here is, you might never have heard this before, your passion is to be found in nonsense. This comes back to the point I'm making here that like when I started doing this stuff, it's that fear of speaking in a different way to my immediate surroundings, to the people in it. As I've continued doing what I'm doing, I'm just working with that fear and realizing that it's realizing that like what I what I want to talk about, what I like thinking about, types of people I like interacting with. Like to be honest, I like interacting with pretty much anyone once they're open to expressing themselves as well. Once there's not a the only people that I don't really like being in their presence is if they're just judging me. And there's no openness there. As long as like somebody doesn't for me, somebody doesn't need to be uh, very expressive or it just wants a level of respect there that's the main thing for me and that's why it's important there for me with the balance between sense and nonsense it's it's just being respectful when you're in conversation with someone uh, i do enjoy the conversations where i meet someone who's already quite open and because it leads back to the point on sensible being sensible is boring so when you meet people where there's a level of them being comfortable with themselves they'll often say things that make you think about things. They'll, they'll express something that you hadn't heard before and it might get you thinking about something you hadn't thought of before. Whereas with sensible people, it's kind of like a script they're playing to. So you never really hear, you rarely hear much from them that will get you thinking about something you hadn't thought before. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, it's kind of, I guess that's the, the paths I could have taken. It's like, do you want to stick to being sensible? playing it safe, but never really saying anything of interest to people, or facing my fear of expressing myself differently, feeling a bit odd, feeling like an outsider, feeling all these kind of negative feelings. But through that, I'd feel today that I probably am a more interesting, more rounded person than I would have been if I stuck to being sensible. And at the same time, like I'm saying, it's not a binary thing. I feel like I'm quite a sensible person, but there's a level of experience expressiveness that I've developed in myself that has given me a freedom that I wouldn't have. I, I don't feel as boxed in anymore. And I don't feel like other people can box me in as much anymore either. Cause I, simply because as I've continued on this path, I'm looking for validation from other people less and less. So that's the path of not being boxed in by other people so easily. So your passion is found in your nonsense. So like I said, what I'm passionate about, philosophy, psychology, art, and it's all being expressed through the podcast and through the animations and the YouTube channel, that would have never came about if I wasn't willing to speak what could be perceived as nonsense to other people. So that's how sometimes you can find your passion is by speaking your nonsense. The other thing to think about is nonsense in relation to who? Because going back to that definition, it's saying words without meaning. But if you ever notice, people pick up different meanings from the same thing. 
So it's nonsense in relation to who. So if you think about it in terms of society, there is sense and nonsense in terms of what people generally talk about. And that's how it's important to, to learn the sense so you can fit in in society. But it's also appreciating that to be an individual and to not lose yourself in society and in the collective, you have to connect with nonsense. Something that would be deemed as nonsensical at the collective level can make perfect sense on the individual level. And this will even tie into the next point around subjectivity and academia. So if you look at, if you read a little bit about psychology, if you looked into Freud or Jung, you'll see that they delved into dream interpretation, which by a lot of people can be termed and deemed as nonsensical. There is no objective truth to dreams. So it's very, very subjective. So you have to be open to nonsense in that realm. And my impression is that from doing that often enough, dream interpretation, there'd be certain patterns they might see, but at the same time, dreams are so fluid and so, so subjective. It's possibly one of the most subjective things you can go about interpreting that for someone to do that, they have to be open to being perceived as someone nonsensical. So that's the other thing as well, that nonsense can serve you in challenging the status quo and I suppose expanding the edges of, of, of the known world. That's uh, all part of nonsense. Even bring it to breaking paradigms. Whenever a paradigm is broken in the world, what was what's outside of the existing paradigm today is perceived as nonsensical. So if you go back in time and you told someone that we'll be talking on mobile phones that will have the computing processing power of the first rocket that went to the moon, it would sound nonsensical to them because it wasn't in the logic at the time, the way of doing that, where it is today. So it's, it's suddenly become sense. So that's the other way of thinking of nonsense. It's you have to go into nonsense to start challenging the edges and that's how we make progress at a societal level as well. But it starts, I think, with the individual being able to challenge those edges, speak out how they're truly feeling and thinking. Because the other thing is that I think part of getting a better grasp on your reality is true nonsense. There's many things in my mind today that has helped me to see, I think, reality clearer. And I can judge that just based off of communication. I find today I'm probably a better communicator than I was four or five years ago. And it's from this logic in my mind today that I acquired that was nonsensical to me five years ago. I've mentioned this a bunch of times, the separate realities thing. That for me was nonsensical five years ago, and that is a fundamental block to communication for me today, a fundamental building block to communication for me today, that if I didn't have it, it, it would make communication very, very challenging. So that to be a willingness and an openness in me to entertain nonsense in a form of a new concept to, to do that. And of course, like it's a very 
tricky process because when you're going more towards nonsense, you have to build up, have to also build up a level of trust in yourself that you can navigate this stuff. Because when you go into the realm of nonsense, you have to really, you have to really back yourself, build some confidence in yourself. I suppose the thing is too, like I value sense. That's why I read a lot. I value other people's sense of things. So I'm not going fully alone into this, but there has to be a level of me backing myself and trusting my gut and my intuition and going with that. Because the other thing that nonsense has opened up to me is just a feeling, connecting my intuition, something that's beyond words. I don't think you connect you can connect so easily with intuition and something beyond words if you're a very sensical person. I don't know whether that's a word. But if you're a person bounded by sense, whereas so they have, everything has to make sense to them. So you'll even meet some people that I think I was this person at some stage. They won't even feel anything unless they first understand what they're feeling. Sometimes you'll meet people. Like that. I think I was quite like that before that I wouldn't even allow myself to feel. So I'm not talking about it so in the sense of happy, sad or anything like that. It's more that I, so example, I could get a sense that there's more to life than meets the eye. And I wouldn't allow myself to feel that because there's no logic to that. So I wouldn't allow myself to feel that. But today I allow myself to feel that. I allow myself to feel plenty of things. Like it even helps me to have conversations more recently about the assumption of debt. Again, that's another thing that there's no concrete logic to that, but it doesn't stop me from entertaining feelings and thoughts around the assumption of debt. And then the last point I just wanted to talk about is the behind closed doors nonsense, the behind closed doors variety of nonsense, because I think I had parts of this in me. I think I was, I was like this for a while when I was growing up. So I think that if you are someone who has to speak sense all the time, you start stifling yourself. And me personally, I hated social interactions anything in public because it was like, I couldn't just speak. I couldn't really speak nonsense. So what would, what would happen for me is that I would just speak nonsense behind closed doors. So it's, 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 uh, it's kind of like the people who are actually very violent indoors in their, in, in the family environment. And they're this kind of peaceful, loving person the perception they could create in society and in the outdoor world. So what 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 I feel kind of happens when you don't allow yourself to express yourself, it comes out in a malfunctional way where you speak kind of nonsense at home. And then when you go out into public, you're this very sensible speaking sense and logic all the time person. I think it's just one of those things that there's many dichotomies and many parts of the human being that if you try and suppress it, it'll come out in a malfunctional way. So if you're, if you don't allow yourself to entertain the idea that there's both sense and nonsense to the individual, which for me makes perfect, makes perfect sense because it ties back to where the sense come from. Our sense of sense comes from the collective. 
And if you boil it down to individuals in the collective, there's going to be stuff expressed from the individual that's going to be nonsensical to the other individual. I think that's just the way things are. And when you start denying that in yourself, I think it comes out in malfunctional ways like this, like behind closed doors nonsense, where you're just talking gibberish and nonsense because you don't even know why you do it. It's, it's because you just want to express it. It's like it's get it out of you because you're so used to kind of like suppressing that part of yourself. It's going to get it out of me. But what I found by accepting this is coming out, I feel like it's coming out in more um, functional ways, more like healthier ways because my nonsense is channeled more through how I want to just challenge the, challenge the edges of my thinking and express myself, express my, just express my thoughts and stuff. I, I feel like it comes out more functionally that way. And it also, you also gain a sense of integrity. So I, I don't feel as much like two different people, one person inside the house and one person in public feels a bit more integrated because of just this acceptance that there's both sense and nonsense to me. And the nonsense serves a purpose. It helps challenge the edges. It helps me think differently. And they can coexist in a person. So you can get a very sensible person who's also very good at expressing themselves. So that's just something I wanted to, to talk about there. So that's the nonsense episode. It's an episode close to my heart. It's been challenging. Uh, this is something I thought about recently to to talk about because it's um it's been part of my process, been part of the integration process for me. So that's it. Thanks again for listening, and I will speak to you on the next episode.